Space Corps Directive 5011708109720 says all dwarfers must listen to Dwarfcast. Uh, uh, Mr. Rimmer, sir, I think you'll find... Shut up, Crichton, I'm right. <laughs> So uh, we're in uh, Homewood Studios right now. We're in the uh, tent awaiting to go into the audiences. Uh, Capsi, this is your first... Uh, My first one. I'm really excited. This is really good. I, I really was good. meant to go to loads, but this is, this, this is the well, one. Thank God you managed to make it to this one, because yeah. it is the last one. It is, yeah. And Number 12 of 12. So, yeah. There's uh, a lot of people that look really unhappy, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's a really weird feeling. I felt like this on the way here. It yeah. was almost quite melancholy. Like because I think it's either the fact that it's people are not sure what to expect, yeah. or the fact that it's the last one. Or they're just miserable cunts. Uh, so essentially, yeah, we're just waiting to go. We have absolutely no idea what to expect. A lot and, of buzz. Uh, yeah, there is, actually. A bit of a Mainly fair. Ellard buzz, which is a yeah. horrible thought. On Twitter. He's yeah. texting again. <laughs> but he, uh, he's he's... He's not able to be here, and he's very upset about that. Yeah. And for someone who's presumably read all the scripts because he's edited all the scripts, means that there must be something, something about this episode that's really, really different. Doesn't read them. <laughs> I like how you put presumably. In. Well, I, for I'm someone who's sure presumably read all. The I mean, he's probably just said, "Yeah, that's great," and handed it back to. Her. He's got it worked out like a rocket. He doesn't actually do it. He hands it off to some sweatshops. <laughs> Small Taiwanese boy sends it back, just puts some notes on it. I mean, it's fair to assume we've never we've been working under the assumption that the recording order is possibly going to be the, the broadcast order. This sounds like a bit of a climax. If we were to that's why everyone. That's yeah. Richard and Doug. I mean, has Doug said anything on Twitter about? It? No, I don't. I don't think so. He's been. Richard, I think he's busy actually. I think. I think he's been a bit. I think. Bit, I think. Yeah. The fact know. that the, the recording had to be postponed says yes. a little bit. Of a, maybe that's probably why he's not been tweeting. That's another thing. Is that as a result of the postponement from what I can gather this is the final this is not just the final recording this is their final day I think they've got a couple I think they've got a couple of days but I mean not everyone's in the studio it sounds like right. it's, like most people's last day might be today. so I was going off what like um, was it Craig that tweeted a picture like of them all on the last day the last day of, for them okay. as in the core cast see, so I don't know if they're just turning set down at this point see really what I wanted to hear was that is a wrap on series 11 and 12 for X you know yeah. I, I wanted to hear I wanted to hear all that well, you might hear that at the end of this yeah, maybe. but I mean I don't know at least for the live it be a complete waste of time if I don't hear <laughs> yeah, uh, so hopefully we'll be back after this. Uh, there'll be a short little sting well, or something. We've probably then... already introduced the Dwarfcast at this point, and now we're, we've intercut ourselves into the into the Dwarfcast that we start when we get back. There'll be some sort of sound effect, maybe, and then we'll be in a quiet room talking about the episode we've just seen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, we've just we've been, been joined by a GNTer. Oh, yeah. Paul Muller, say hello. Click, yes. Hello. So Paul was on a standby ticket and has a red wristband now, which is good news. I've, I've been upgraded. I, I've nice. got a really nice email from I, I, It sounds like everyone might have been upgraded with the amount of seats that might be available during the postponement. Yeah. But yeah. So what are your thoughts on this, this episode? Do you know anything? Do you I don't know. I know nothing. I'm going to complete calls. You know nothing. So, um, <laughs> so it's ready. I haven't, yeah, it's the first recording I've, I've been to out of this vlog. So okay. I haven't seen So you went anything. to a 10, did you? I went to a 10. Um, I went to get some Tid Dave, which was... <laughs> well, you got to see Trojan. A mixed blessing, but I got to see Trojan, yeah, yeah. so that's fine. Oh, that's good. Um, and, and to be fair, the half of Dino was, was, was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
I'm really excited. I haven't seen any of the, the sets really hot and the stuff's been yeah. all over Twitter. Oh, good. Costumes. Uh, costumes. Like I've seen like, you know, <laughs> black and white short frightened. So, oh, I'm really like a massive production nerd anyway, so I'm really like excited about that sort of stuff. Nice. I'm just interested to see what happens. Like, I'm totally cold, but I've no idea. Should be good. Should be good. Should we, should we wrap this up? Yeah, that's okay, right. Everyone, can you sum it up in a word? Yeah. Damn! That's, that's the sound for that one. That's the sound. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 ruined my life. <laughs> and it's back to you, back in the house. What an odd way to say hello. <laughs> hello, and welcome to a very special Dwarfcast. For it is the Dwarfcast that is the set report for Series 12, Episode 6, Question Mark. Um... Okay, so introductions first. Uh, I'm Jonathan Capps. Joining me from the G&T is Daniel Stevenson. Hello. From the fan club, we have Joe Sharples. Hello. Mick. Hello. Hayes. From the fan club. <laughs> and also Tom Pyatt, regular background sarcasm man. <laughs> Hello. Audible shape. Now, a disclaimer from the start. The last time we did one of these dwarf casts, Danny and Jez came back, and Ian, who wasn't at the recording, was was the host, and sort of drove the discussion. The issue we've got tonight is that we have all yep. been to the recording tonight, yep. and we are all now, <laughs> while in the literally just finished talking about the the finer details of it, now have to kind of wind ourselves back. So, if this is a little bit vague and a little bit obnoxious, then we apologise. We don't mean to be gazpacho soup. Um, so, without further ado, let's just let's just talk and 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 see what see what happens because it was quite a thing. It was it was quite a thing that we witnessed, and um, as you would probably expect from the, possibly the last episode. Um, I mean, it, actually, it feels I've got a big list of. Uh, it, of, of topics that Ian's given me because he only trusts me so far but um, a little bit further down we've got spoiler free opinions so it seems to me that maybe starting off with that would be a, would be a good idea yeah. so Danny oh why'd you go to me first you looked the most pained and I just uh, thought it's, it's, it's not pained as in um, that I don't I didn't like it I really I really really did like it yeah but it was um, all in all quite a crazy episode. I think that's the only way I can describe it without going going into too much detail. I don't know if anyone else wants to. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, it's going to take me a while to to kind of go over it and work out exactly what my thoughts are. But I really liked it, and I think if that's the last episode. Then it's a really good last episode. Yeah, yeah. The future armor theory is in full effect. Yeah, I would say without yeah without being too. Um, but yeah, I'm. It was just so much happened that I'm still kind of reeling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot to take in. Yeah, it was. Yeah, lots. Of Tom's nodding. I think that means <laughs> good. That's the, the only episode I've seen of this. Yeah, same. Lot, so it's it's kind of a weird entry point. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got the distinct the impression time. from the last six weeks that series twelve is weird in mm. general. Like it, eleven sounded 
a little bit more straight down the middle. I mean, this is only from really from reading the same set reports that everyone listening has <laughs> has read. Mm. And you know, if twelve is as crazy as it sounds to me, then this this is definitely definitely seems appropriate. Um, okay, we might get, come back to spoiler-free opinions, but. Let's just let's get right down to the nitty gritty. And there are two people in this room that have seen, three people, sorry, that have seen an episode for the first time. So this is this is quite relevant. So sets, lighting, direction. So the general the general feel of things. Now, to me, definitely very distinct from ten. Like everyone said darker, um, but also, well, maybe not always dark. I mean, the, the, the science room is, is is quite a bright set, but it's, it's definitely there's more subtlety. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of restraint which I quite liked. Yeah, a good word. Um, and it, it felt like the the nature of it is is very kind of it was it was very insular. It felt possibly a little bit bottly. So the, and then you know there wasn't a huge amount of kind of directorial flair, but I noticed that there's a lot of um, sorking esque walking and talking especially in the vts when maybe have a little bit more time to yeah. mess about with, with rigs and stuff which is which is quite nice and actually um feels a bit series four-ish you know like uh, what we were watching we we're watching um, um, justice, justice all of the, uh, the end yeah. of yeah just a lot of kind of really good use of corridors <coughs> and um and, and and space when really like it's such a such a small amount of space that they've actually got um mm. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like as someone who the last time I'd seen a recording was ten, it, it just felt it felt very very distinct while being contiguous with you know with what's gone before. Yeah, the sets definitely felt similar to ten. But yeah, it was the lighting for me that felt more distinct. Yeah, I was surprised actually because the bunk room is. I mean, it's fairly clear that it's they reassembled the ten bunk room and then got to work on it. Um, but I'm quite surprised with the level of detail that's different mm. in there. Um, like just just the walls themselves, especially on the bunk area, just feels completely completely fresh. So that yeah, that's nice. Oh, I mean that's something that's changed slightly from, from series so to yeah. Ser- yeah from eleven. So eleven was a little bit different in in the dressing of there and the lighting. Yeah. Um, so it's I think it's nice that they've given each series a distinct. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a it's a nice bit of possibly un, an unnecessary level of attention to detail that is actually going to be noticed and appreciated yeah. quite a lot, <laughs> uh, even if you don't consciously take it in. Like uh, separation between series of Red Dwarf and, and each series having its own visual style is something we're very used to. Like we we used to like really like um, almost some, sometimes jarring differences between one series and the next, and mm. it's just part of what the show is, you know. So. It's nice that even though it's part of the same production block, they could uh, split that out um, a little bit. Now, performances. Performances. Can I say something? Yeah. yeah. Crichton looked weird. Crichton looked <coughs> fucking weird. <coughs> okay, just... yeah. Right, let's just get into this. Crichton looked... Like, the, the introduction at the start... Um, so there's the, the huge curtain in front of all the sets and then Ray Peacock kind of brings everyone on one by one and um i really like um 
I think cat's hair's changed from eleven because everyone didn't yes. like it in eleven and it's better in twelve. It mm-hmm. actually changed during eleven. Okay, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Robert came on and he so silver, like so completely silver and so very shiny, shiny and very round. Now I'm, I'm sorry, Robert. Although <laughs> I think it's I it's don't the think costume. it's necessary. It's definitely the costume because yeah. I was looking at him when he was like almost directly in front of me at one point because I've no, I think somebody else had mentioned in previous set reports that um, the, the suit didn't really do him any favours and yeah. I was trying to look and I noticed because it's the ridging it's got ridging on it yeah. and then when you look at him from the front it it just yeah. makes him look like he's got a little Crichton baby <laughs> yeah. a, little, a pot belly and <coughs> he definitely looks better on camera I mean and that seems to be a, a, co- a common thing here is that when people are saying we had big Big projectors and and screens much better yeah. than the Shepperton setup actually, and um, you can really see see everything kind of popping quite nicely on the screen. But actually, I like his mask. It's weird, yes. but I like his mask. Yeah. And you can see a lot more. Someone mentioned this in a previous set report um, <laughs> that you can see so much of Robert, yeah. much yeah, much much more, more than him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it allows him to be more expressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not but really not, like horribly. No, yeah. Tiny. No, yeah, yeah. None of, there was actually none but, of that. There's not to say that there wasn't moments of high, not slapstick, but kind of um, slightly farcical humour from Crane, yeah. which is which is an element that's that's been there for a while now, and actually they've pretty much got that down. I think yeah. I, I quite like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, my, my main issue with Rob's suit was the chest monitor. It looks very, uh, it looks very plasticky and yeah, and, and fake. I like and that I, the. That was a shame because actual, it, it yeah. sort of it ruined it for me a little bit. <clears throat> but he's he's clearly a lot more comfortable. Yeah, even yeah, he moves around a lot yeah. easier. And, Which yeah. is probably necessary when you when, when you've got basically you know, you've got a Christmas break, but twelve or twelve. Weeks. Well, it's got a lot of loose fitting panels around the arse. I don't know whether anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 assu- I'm, assu- yeah, I'm assuming that's for sort of heat <laughs> reasons. But in and out. I wonder if the uh, the looseness of his suit has sort of added to the fact that he can actually now do more broader performances as a result of that. Yeah, because he can yeah. actually move more, therefore he's going to use the suit more. Yeah. When, you know, get more out of it. When he's doing a the bit thing. of mopping action. Exactly, yeah. In terms of performances, the thing actually that probably surprised me the most, and looks and performances actually of all of them, apart from maybe Crichton, is how similar everything was from, from 10. It almost feels like the next day after they finished the beginning. Mm. Like they've just started doing this. Like the the performances and the performances in ten were good. I I'm struggling to see particular difference in quality. And maybe maybe the cap. Maybe Danny's not quite. So the, okay, so Danny has this thing with the cat where it's a certain intonation that he does that that used to be rare with the cat. It's kind of like the almost the whiny eh, yeah. eh, on every line, and now it seems to be just always on every line I don't know because I think he was doing it he was doing it on some of the takes but when they were doing retakes he was changing it slightly and I did notice that and the same with expressions and stuff no true actually he is yeah he was very good with just mixing things up the the first scene the first scene was a um, a, a bunk room scene and he there was a particular visual gag that he did a bit of physical comedy and it was it was different. It was about yeah. three or four times we saw it. Only very slightly. Very you slightly. Could, you could but tell 
like I noticed that like maybe raised his eyebrows a little bit yeah. more and things like that. And, and that's all it needs, like yeah. just a tiny change, like that eye, the eyebrows raised, and you've just seen him do it in one way. So see him do it a slightly different way means you just laugh a flash. Yeah, it like it, it's a really yeah. pro thing to do. Um, so I mean, performance is great. I think. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. I did notice there's something um, I mentioned to uh, to Tom earlier, <coughs> which was that given that this recording was on a Wednesday, and Craig does not have a gig to go immediately off to, he was a lot more relaxed. I think that's probably oh. the most relaxed I've seen him at a recording. And he screwed up the most to start with. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. <laughs> he allowed he himself yeah, to. Yeah, and he didn't seem to care. Like, And as we got towards the end, when they, they were kind of towards, you know, the last scene yeah. that we saw recorded, um, he wasn't getting tense about it. And yeah. he, even when he was still keeping the mood light on previous recordings, you could tell he's a little bit like... It's, if it's in the back of your mind, I've got to get to Leicester <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Whereas tonight he seems a lot more chilled and ah, that made a mistake. Let's do it again. Yeah, it really added. I mean, it was a very, it was a very end of term atmosphere and yeah. like yeah. completely led by Ray Peacock. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I think Craig's performance—he had a lot to do in this episode. Yeah. He had a lot of different facets to play, and I think that that was. That's one of those things that he, he got yeah. got to flex his muscles a little bit. Yeah, he really did. He really got to, to, to try out a lot of different stuff, and um, I think he did it really, really well. I Actually, think he's wanted to do that for a long time, and I think he's not been able, he's not really had the chance to do it. Given yeah, the no, fact that Doug tends to, to want to write Lister as kind of the sort of the rock that everyone kind of moves around, but he's kind of moved Lister around quite a lot in this, in this episode, yeah. and he's kind of got him to try out lots of new stuff. So. Actually, since Joe mentioned the <coughs> first scene and, and the fact that he that he messed up a fair bit, um, Ray Peacock immediately sort of got in with the, the digging them for messing up their lines, which they're clearly very used to by this point. But he did also say, was it that they got that script this morning? Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a complete rewrite. So that scene was a complete rewrite. So That's this, interesting. And later on, um, there was... Um, there was a one particular scene where, just as they were setting up, we saw a big stack of idiot boards all being arranged in yeah. front of the cameras. Yeah. So this is the the production realities of this episode. I mean, immediately reminded me of out of time just because of the idiot boards, just yeah. because of the last minute rewrites. Um, didn't seem to affect the quality of the writing. Um, no. It affected the quality. It affected the ability to get. A long single take out at times, but yeah. really didn't affect the performances either. So no. there's no worries about. There was definitely. I mean, it's 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 no secret that there was you know the issues surrounding this episode because of the delay and 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 maybe a, a, a late scripts in there, but <coughs> doesn't seem mm. to be doesn't seem to be a problem. I felt like the the energy of the audience was good tonight yeah, as well. Like I didn't feel like. When they were getting towards the end, you know, because sometimes when it's 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 hard going when they're doing the same yeah. scene over and over again, and it is, um, you feel like the audience in general just tends to kind of come yeah. down a notch, and yeah. I didn't feel that tonight. I think they just about they they kept the they kept actually the momentum going quite well because like each scene that they did in front of us, they need to they seem to run it through twice. Yeah, and one run through could be incredibly bitty and it was kind of towards the start but it never got to the point where it's just like oh this fucking scene like um no. watching lemons recorded it was 
at times it was a slog. Um, because but but here one scene may, really didn't no. didn't take up longer than half an hour at a time. Maybe. No, I mean they did everything at twice, maybe three times with like because yeah. they obviously do the different angles do the and angles, stuff like yeah. that. Um, and then they also did some I forget what they're called now. Ian would know the uh, where they record the the audio from the actors, but without. Oh, the wild track. The wild track. Yeah. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Um, um. Which, was, um, which was really <coughs> difficult to do because it was it was Cat doing some lines which were really funny. Yeah. So there's there's a um, so yeah so if this is the last episode of Red Dwarf, then the last thing shot in front of an audience was Danny John Jewels doing this wild track. Yes. Yeah. That was. And. That. If it is the last thing that anyone has ever done for Red Dwarf in front of an audience, it's quite a thing. So, just... Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, we it's can't really thing. explain, yeah, but... It's, it's, yeah. it's, it feels really awkward. Yeah. Knowing what we know, we can't say And, and it, it, was, it was actually, with, with that in mind, I mean, I don't think anyone in production is particularly thinking this is the last episode. But Ray mentioned it as a possibility a couple of times. Yeah. And actually, like, the fact... That last scene, because... Um, Sorry, we are jumping around a bit here, but um, to be expected. But Stay the, with us. The, the the last scene recorded in front of the audience was actually the second to last bit, let's say, of of the episode. The la- the actual last scene was a big VT for good reasons. But towards the end, it was just there was a bit of milling about. Danny did his wild track, wild track, yeah. um, and then it was just kind of all right. That scene's done, and mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, that could be the last time that, that someone be. called action for Red Dwarf. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, um, in front of a live audience, anyway, in front of a live still audience, still be pickups yeah. on on potentially. On, yeah, we, not, maybe not for this episode because this episode seems yeah. pretty complete. But um, yeah, it was actually that. That's a really good point. <clears throat> Beginning to end, a complete episode. It seemed like there wasn't really anything missing. There might be a few, obviously there's a couple yeah. of model shots and stuff missing, but that's pretty What's much that? it. Well, well, was, I saw. Well, I we did see a couple of model shots, but I don't know how much of that was actually. They look pretty good to me. Or... The only the, the 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 model shots we saw, so that they actually used a mixture of series ten stock red dwarf flybys and um, original ship flybys yeah, as well. They, they, they'd obviously just grabbed from a DVD um, or whatever, you know, grabbed from the archives just to kind of mix up the VTs a little bit. Mm. I think when it comes to model shots, that. Is the only thing that'll be in this episode is just such flybys, mm. which is is interesting mm. in its own. And actually, own do you know what? I think I might have even heard a how good old cue that we've not heard before. Oh, that is interesting. At the end, I don't think I've heard that cue before, unless it was an unused cue from season. I mean, it's to be expected. I mean, he's. He, I mean, we know from his Twitter, he's been he doing been stuff for on. a yeah. while now. Um, whether it's a temp one from eleven that they yeah. just put it into the sake of it having something new for twelve, but it, it genuinely sounded like a new cue to me, and I, I yeah. So it's interesting as we. I didn't think we'd get any any new stuff in, during the recordings. I thought we'd get them. I just on, I, on broadcast. I have a lot more faith that you know we. Like series ten, um, I mean, I, I don't really know enough about Howard Burden's uh, involvement, costume mm-hmm. in the costume department. But I, I kind of got the sense that he kind of he, he pulled out a few costumes from and 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 did the costumes, but I don't think we ever saw him on set during ten. 
today he was he was bobbing about everywhere, like yeah. stalking around like a big massive man. <laughs> That's um, the first time I've seen him on set though. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a reason probably that he was there a lot. There was yeah. there was a lot of work for him. Um but can we can we can we mention that we know there was there was some very last minute costumey stuff? Yeah, there was going on. There were costumes. Yeah, there were this costumes. this resulted in and 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 it resulted in um, fairly lengthy. There was there was two fairly lengthy kind of hiatuses in in recording, and that that, that was costume change. So, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, God, it's been said. <coughs> 11 times previously um, not quite 11 because he hasn't done them all but Ray Peacock was superb yeah um, really and he had an easy audience to work with as well but he yeah. was he was just on on fine form I don't know how whether he's been this level of cheeky in previous ones but he seemed to be a l- um, <laughs> he did seem to be a little bit giddy I think he was like so it's like that end of school kind of thing Every, like everyone's just a little bit he was, kind quite, of he was quite devil may care at yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I don't give a shit yeah, oh, you, like, what are you going to do suck me exactly <laughs> <laughs> last day of work when you're already leaving it's yeah. like you know it's like what are you going to do <laughs> it's like it's not, you're stuck now you've just got me now <laughs> <laughs> it's good and it's exactly the reason why they keep hiring him because he's just because he's good and he knows how you know he knows how to control a red dwarf audience more specifically yeah def- audience definitely he knows how to sort of call the um when people get over eager over excited he knows how to kind of kill it when it needs to be killed yeah and you know let, let it happen when it needs to happen um, Craig Charles stuck a pen in his mouth. <laughs> he did. And, uh, uh, Robert Llewellyn stuck a pen on his crotch. On his crotch. Uh, try and guess which one happened first. <laughs> um, but the yeah, so um, actually, yeah, that was a nice running thing. Is a, a, a slightly overexcitable woman wanted a pen that had been touched. <laughs> that had been by touched all by all the cast, and and Ray obliged, and that kind of ran throughout the whole the whole night. Um, you know, there was the I, what I gather is the standard Robert dry fucking uh, Ray. Yeah, um, that's a standard. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a state. <laughs> <laughs> You'd expect <laughs> that. Standard dry <laughs> fucking. I'd be disappointed if there wasn't a fucking. Yeah, um, Nathan and um, who does anyone know who the the other BTS guy is? I can't remember his name. So he was Nathan was kind of on on like a balcony <laughs> behind the audience um, <laughs> so. filming so much stuff and then this other guy was oh. roaming around everywhere and it's like the, the quality of behind the scenes stuff um, it's going to be see, good see there was something that happened during this episode and I happened to catch Nathan just before it happened because I was just yeah. you know watching around and they were setting up and everything and I noticed that the other behind the scenes guy had gone down to kind of the bottom left yeah. corner and was kind of shooting up into the audience. And uh, I sort of looked at him, and I turned around and looked at Nathan, and Nathan was giving him instruction to get the audience reaction of something in particular that happened in this episode. Was he going, get her, film Joe! (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, keep rolling, and et cetera. Don't go away from this. Because something happened that was quite good, <coughs> and there was an audience reaction that was worth filming. Yeah, yeah. There's a few, few of those. A few of those. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm plowing on. Okay. So pre-recorded scenes. Vol- volume of pre-recorded scenes. Um, so no location. 
No. At all. No. Not that's yeah. Not that's not. I'm right. Right. Saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Maybe forty percent VT. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, 40% VT, really, um, it was fairly well balanced. We had a lot filmed in front of us. It just, it actually seemed, like we were finished at 10 past 10. It was a really well... It felt like a lot longer shoot than it ended up being, actually. When we come out, I genuinely thought that it was as long as the last one we did out, which was the uh, episode four of 11. I can't remember which one I went to. Yes, but right, I think it's right. a four or five yeah. or eleven. I think it might be five. the one that ran really long. And it ran really long, and we were out about half past eleven, and it was really late, and uh, it generally felt like a much longer. Um, uh, I interrupt this broadcast to bring you breaking news that a cunt has entered the house. Well, he will. If he he will if he can actually work out how to use a fucking key. Right. He, he, Okay, now... Hey, in signs, please enter. <laughs> now a cunt has entered the house. Am I interrupting your lovely little podcast? You are. Well, uh, now I'm here, I'm going to just bring uh, something in that you guys who are at the recording can't talk about. Uh, so please don't confirm or deny anything that I'm about to say. There has been a tweet that's gone up while I've been on my way home from work uh, from Ed Moore, which was later deleted. A picture of a clapperboard for Red Dwarf 11 and 12, uh, signed by a lot of the cast and crew. Oh, shit. Oh, including gosh. Chris Barry, Craig Charles, Danny John Jules, Robert Llewellyn, Doug Naylor, and right in the bottom left corner, the words <laughs> and <laughs> are signed. So, uh, I'll just leave that there for the people listening, and you guys carry on by discussing the episode. Fuck knows what that's Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't know what that's about. <laughs> um, As you were. Well. I don't, I don't remember. No, no, don't, no, doesn't ring a bell. No, um, no, no, no. Is that someone we know? So, the so mixture of stu- studio and VT, all the VTs, what was nice about it is all the VTs were like, yeah, th- these needed to be VTs. And yeah. there was one particular scene, pot- the best scene, I would say, that could have easily been a VT, but was done in front of the audience because yeah. it was complicated, it involved something, and... There was a big, a big long. So they used the corridor behind the science room and led through into the science room. So it was a bit of a walkie-talkie, uh, lots of messing about with cables. So it was a really yeah. nice kind of dynamic shot. They put up a bit of extra wall and as a well, bit of extra see, wall, yeah, so that to, they yeah. could shoot yeah. through the door. So something that actually they could have done in VT, but they ended up doing in front of the audience to great effect, and yes. you can see why they did it. Yeah, in front of the yeah. they they'd had to really do. Yeah, it. so it was a nice balance, and like I say, we saw the lot. We saw the whole episode, which um, is a new experience for me, being only a series ten uh, person before. <laughs> <that. laughs> <laughs> uh, actually finished an episode um all right okay so this is the type of story Mm. (laughs) Uh, Um, it ended up being maybe character focused a little bit kind of yeah but it's an ensemble it is an ensemble everyone has their moment maybe more Mm. rimmer centric Mm. kind of Mm. but it is ensemble. Something about last episodes also. of series and Rimmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a it's just a good one to focus in on. I mean, what what actually talking about type of story and again coming from only series ten before tonight. They had a plot and they fucking stuck to that one plot. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was, that was there nice. Was nothing else yeah. Going on just, the, I mean, that plot 
granted, was all over the place. Well, not all over the place in a bad way, but that plot was not just a straightforward yeah. A to B. Yeah, no, not, yeah. All over the place yeah. was the wrong Yeah, there was many elements, there was many acts, but, yeah. A lot going on, but... It was actually, actually this is, this is part of the whole, whole thing that I need to work out in my brain because it's still there was so much that happened, but it was when you think about it, it's actually very simple. Yeah, yeah. The, pre- the premise is really simple. Um, it started off looking like a like a really great. It started off like feeling like it was going to be more complicated than it ended up being, and there's some absolutely brilliant use of that of a, of a plot it's, device. It's um, it's a incredibly um, classic feeling sort of central premise um, a very dug premise a very red dwarf premise that's actually used very very well mm-hmm. um, and sparingly and like it it felt like um, old school like uh, the, the old school red dwarf thing of this idea is so good it's too good for half an hour because there's not enough time to fit everything in and um, you you feel like ah more could have been done there, but it's good because it's it's like it, it's not you know it's not overstayed its welcome. I don't know if I've explained that very well. I'm, I'm a little bit. No, yeah, that makes sense. <coughs> yeah, yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah, you know you know what I mean. Like you, we we talk a lot about in our, in our commentaries about oh fuck are we like. We're already like you know half the way through the episode, and it feels like it's been longer because the episodes uh, tend to be dense, dense with ideas, dense, yeah. dense with good ideas that don't overstay their welcome, and this felt like that. Yeah. Um, it was definitely it was definitely a final episode, wasn't it? it Do you felt, know what I mean? It felt like yeah. it could it could end well, this. this yeah. going to do it. I think it's really weird, but it genuinely feel like it could. Be. Yeah, it would have been an acceptable way. Yeah, if they could, let's just, say if that's, that's the end, if that's forever. the end, then that's yeah, that's it's a good ending. Um, but obviously, if they get the chance to do more, it's not gonna. We don't want it to end, but if it, has yeah. it's not gonna prevent <laughs> yeah. that in any way. Like the beginning. Yeah. 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 Satisfying closure, but I, no actual preventing. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Open ended yeah. but closed at the yeah. same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> 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 it's not quite late to this. The style of humour, I would say, uses production as part of its as part of the joke, which is kind of interesting. I don't know how much. I don't know if that's a spoiler. Um, it uses production as a way to pull jokes across rather than actually using like actual performances. It's usually well, it's an incredibly, let's say, environmental story. Mm-hmm. Not. not Yes, you know, in the Al Gore sense, <laughs> um, but ideas and gags and moments are communicated through sets, costumes, quite a lot. Yes, yeah, um, which just gives it nice. And also, it's funny as fuck. Like, there's really good jokes, really good lines. Yeah, there is um, genuinely stuff. fucking amazing scenes. God, that scene at the end. Um, <laughs> so this. I've been thinking about does it actually remind me of any previous series that aren't just ten? Because that goes without saying. It's going yeah. to remind me. Um, and I, I, I don't think so. No. I, this felt so. This this it's, felt like something a little bit other. Yeah, it doesn't feel like, and I can't place it in any other series. No, and that's interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. In fact, I actually, from from I've said this previously, but in from the set reports of 12 I got the impression that it, 
it's a, quite a unique series. If mm. something could be quite unique, yeah. Um, <laughs> in that it, it, it's kind of it, it's weird in a way, and it's struck out a little bit. And yeah. Maybe we are, are we getting past the ooh, vibes of four, but a particular plot point is very five. You know, are we getting away from that now? If maybe feels. I that just way. think the writing style just doesn't feel like any. It doesn't it, it? doesn't allude to anything. Feels like something quite genuinely new. The sense that I've got from seeing a couple of episodes of 11 and a couple of episodes of 12 and obviously from compiling all the reports and getting the gist is that series 11 was a lot of very Red Dwarf kind of... not. There's no such thing as standard Red Dwarf. No. But <laughs> things that um, that feel like... not. And again, this is one word, <coughs> not safe, but things that are, are quite uh, on-brand should we say for Red Dwarf mm. and series 12 has been a little bit more out there and mm. a little bit more crazy and a little bit more experimental and yeah. throwing things at it and doing unusual things that's fucking exciting actually because if that if the culmination of that was the episode tonight then I can't wait to see yeah. I f- fuck series 11 I can't be asked. <laughs> give me series 12 because <laughs> series 12 is the first time since series 6 that it's been a straight on continuation yeah, uh, there's is no kind of comeback or reformat. Uh, it's it's the first time that a series will definitely follow on. Yeah, within a year of of the previous one, it's the first time that Red Dwarf hasn't had to re-establish itself in any way. Uh, interestingly, I think seven to eight had that because seven and eight were confirmed at the same time, weren't they? Yeah, they're still a couple of years apart. Still a couple of years. Yeah, not a couple of months yeah. <laughs> or a month, but they're very different stylistically in terms of yeah look mm. and feel. Time, yes, but in terms of actual plot and device and whatnot. I mean, here's an interesting thing. (laughs) We were just going through the the nuts and bolts of the the scene count and smeg count. The scene count's through the roof on this episode. (laughs) It's insane. Um, And you'll notice it because we put the scenes (laughs) at the bottom. Um, And I'll leave it at that. Because yes. um, you haven't decided yet at the time of recording. It's not that, it's the fact we can't get an accurate count. Well, it's, it's an accurate count, it's, mm. it's just it's, it's a definition of a scene, and I think uh, Joe mm. has a particular definition of a scene that w- that raises the scene count very high, and I agree. Mm. So, no, I, uh, no I, I agree also, if you want to. I, also, I, agree, I agree with your agreement. Well, I can count, because I, I had to do a tally while we were watching it, and in the dark, which is why my tally goes off on the wonk. <laughs> so, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, 30, 34. I've got 34 VT scenes. Okay. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. <coughs> and then what? And Four then, lines. well, and then I said then, yeah. I said five film live, but Danny thinks seven. I think I've got seven down. I don't know why I've got seven down, but... I've this got, is just I've a got, shambles. So should we say six and go... <laughs> yeah, let's, 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 let's split the difference. Oh, apparently I put eight down, but let's just go six anyway, just for the sake <laughs> eight? of fun. Eight? Are you insane? I'm going to think know. of five as well. Danny's an idiot. This is why we, 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 we've got... <laughs> I think whenever someone spoke, I just drew a line on the piece of paper. <laughs> oh, Um Smeg count. Two, two, three, three, two, two. Yeah. Um, as always, actually, restrained smegs. There was quite, res- you know, yeah, they, they, the they, smegs yeah. were restrained in ten. They, they seem to have been restrained in these two they series as well. Smegs all over the place. The smeg was contained <laughs> was very uh, safely, um, <laughs> and 
So what was the? Uh, Are people going to like this episode? It's good. I think this episode could divide yes. people. I don't I, know. Do you not think? There was elements of it. No, I think. It's I think people are going to like it. I think there's some. Yeah, it depends what the finished product is like, and that's so it's hard mm, for us yeah, to tell okay. because there are some things that I'm like, oh, that was almost perfect. Yeah. If they'd have just done this thing, <laughs> and maybe they will. Um, and maybe it will. And maybe we won't see that until it's until it's finished. In which case, everyone's gonna just love it. Did yeah. anyone get the impression? Slightly changing the subject, but maybe the, the, the filming itself was a tad rushed tonight because we, we were talking about like each scene pretty much got done twice over and, and, and that worked for the moment. But there was one particular scene, it was more the second half of a particular scene that was by far the highlight of the episode for mm. me. Um, big, big laughs to the point where I didn't quite hear a lot of it and that was only done once it was a one take scene and it's going to be the most famous scene not just in the episode but in the series maybe in both series I don't know but it's you know it's one of those scenes yeah. and it, it felt odd that that was only done once because usually when you when there's a scene with a huge laugh like that surely you do it again with a with a more muted response um and we were out at 10 and I, I just wonder whether that whole working to 10 thing that that happened a few weeks well, that happened before Christmas, didn't it? I wonder yeah. if that came into play. I don't know. Speculation. I don't feel like it I'm on an was particularly rushed <coughs> at the end. Because, I mean, obviously they had, yeah, they had BT to finish, to finish off anyway. But the last scene that they actually recorded, I don't feel like it was rushed. And they had to redo various bits of that last scene that we saw. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> again and again. So that it was actually done quite a lot, so I don't <laughs> feel like it was just and also obviously like I said before, the the audience the energy with the audience was, good. was maintained throughout the episode yeah. and so that tends to be when it wanes is if Things if they do the same happen. over and over and over again it, no, it even worse is it, if they have if they have a um and it's happened a couple of times in ten where you get to the end of the episode, you've just seen the last scene, and it's like, oh, we're just going to pick up from the first bunk room scene. It's like, no, <laughs> yeah. you're fucking not. <laughs> and it's been brilliant. I need to go home now. Yeah. But no, well, usually, none of that. Um, if, it's, if they start doing it more than three or four times, yeah. um, Ray reacts on behalf of the audience <laughs> when they're doing it again. And he's like, oh, God, you're doing it again. <laughs> um, and there was none of that. No, yeah. Um, one so, thing I'm worried about um, is towards the end, everything seemed to get a little bit lax with telephones and pictures. Mm. There's someone that's yeah. had a, had a picture, someone an audience member had a picture taken with Robert in this, in full costume, and they said, oh, and Ray went oh, as she was going back to say, oh, don't tweet that. Yeah. <laughs> and there was people taking pictures at the end when there was a, a little bit of a curtain. Well, she asked for a hug. Didn't she? Yeah, she asked for a Yeah, because so, yeah, Ray did his thing, because obviously, as we mentioned, there was a lot of time for co uh, costume changes. So he was yeah. asked, like, anyone got any questions? And she said, oh, can I have a, a creepy hug from Christ? Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. that's what Ray gets. And so 
Robert was hanging around, not needing a costume change, and so he yeah. came over to give her a hug. And so she then she just whipped her phone out and said, oh, can I just have a photo as well? Yeah. To which our area of the room went, no! <laughs> the thing is, what was really weird was the selfie was done towards the set, and I'd have thought that would be a big no-no. No, yeah, so there was set yeah. and Robert in there. There was a couple of pictures that... And I saw people like towards the front row, like and Craig interacted with a few people. Danny took a selfie. Was Danny took a selfie with a friend of his? Yeah, production... because Petula was sat there. Oh and right, right, right. Petula right, right. saved yes, some seats. So, so I think that was. I I think maybe be be wary. I mean, this episode is at least a year away, at most a year and a half away. Yeah. So, um, I and no and idea. there's actually probably the episode that's most most likely to be spoiled in these little. Yes. Actually, no. Ed Moore, listening to this, are we? We know what you did. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, there was a lot of people taking photos. Of, yeah, is it of because things. so Ray, Ray know, got everyone really, like it. really bizarre. Ray, okay, so one of the one of the um, production crew is running a marathon, raising money. Yeah. And Ray got everyone to turn on their phone so they could text a a thing, <laughs> and this was before. The filming the finish. had finished. It was a big gap. <laughs> and so at that point, the duck was broken. Everyone had their fucking phones on. And then just before we, we heard the floor manager say, oh, we're rolling. And um, Ray said, oh, uh, phone's on silent. You have to turn it off. Yeah. Like, okay. okay. So, so when you tell us, <laughs> we have to turn phones off. Yeah. yeah. Is that, yeah. Well, um, no, it is a thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. Especially when they've got microphones there. So is um, that going to be a problem? It's just, it's not even that. It's just distracting for the audience. In yeah. It just it, sat there with two phones in front of you. Yeah. Fucking thing, so <laughs> it, what it was in front of us. Ray was right on the edge, but he knows exactly what he's doing. Mm. Um, oh. But is he misogynistic at any point? Uh, no, don't think so. Yeah, he's the <laughs> type. He did, he did one joke with an audience member. Oh, with Paul Muller. It was Paul Muller. Yes, Paul Muller, fellow Giantia. Hi, Paul Muller. Who actually, (laughs) when he did it, scared the shit out of me because I thought that the audience (laughs) was going to turn so fast on Ray. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if we should mention what he did. Well, he. I think should. It was. was, Yeah. I don't remember. So he rang. He rang. He he basically. It's something about his dad. He said, "I'll tell his dad to fuck off." Ah, tell you what, I'll do that. Took his phone off him. He rang the phone. He was like, "He says, did your, did your dad have a sense of humour?'" He goes, "No." All <laughs> oh, right, okay, okay, okay. Hello? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not him. No, I've just found this phone near a road accident. Oh. And, and then, then put the phone and then put the phone down. But but then obviously he didn't ring anyone. <laughs> so but the reaction it. exactly. <laughs> and everyone else did that right. And then genuinely my heart fucking sunk. I, I was like, I can't went, believe oh. you've just fucking done that. But <laughs> turned out who's who said he, he said oh shit I can't remember where he got the joke from. Yeah, no, oh, uh, fuck. proper credit. He's got another hell of a story. Yeah, I'll get them. It, Gary. Sparrow. Delaney. Gary Delaney. Gary Delaney. Uh, yeah. Oh so, my God. So the, yeah, the, the the atmosphere was getting a, li- a little bit re- reckless, and yeah, <laughs> the, there are definitely going to be some set pictures, but uh, I don't think you. To be fair though, if you see a set picture on this episode, it's not the spoil. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. It's I don't think it's spoil. I kind of just object in general to people like to people <coughs> doing that because all right, so you asked and you were allowed to take a photo. And what about the other? Yeah. 299 people so, so make other people go well I want, I want a picture and I'm not necessarily yeah not necessarily know for myself but like there's loads of other people that go no but yeah. like, it's not here for you, you know, it's that's, very set, it's that's very why set. you just don't ask right, yeah. 
because Jerry was behind us going, well, if you don't ask, you don't get. And I thought, well, you shouldn't ask in the first place, really. <laughs> there, there, there's a time and place. Yeah, it's not. It's oh, it's an amusing. <laughs> it's not inside a fucking lockdown studio. Speaking of uh, audience members being stupid, there was uh, one person got up to go at the loo during a, a long break, oh. towards the end of a long oh, break, and this, this triggered a mass exodus of, of pissers, basically. And Ray was getting really annoyed, and maybe about... 20 maybe people 20, went 20 out people. there was a lot of people as soon as the last person came out a VT a VT role, came a up. big VT yeah a big VT <laughs> all of those people who went for a piss missed, ah, this, missed, this, missed this thing completely <laughs> because it wasn't referenced again once they came back <laughs> it's true yeah and they probably weren't let back in until the VT had finished either no well, they, yeah, wouldn't, they have wouldn't have been, been yeah. no. <laughs> so um, there you go um, so I sat there with things with a bladder that Possibly was going to rupture, <laughs> and it was worth yeah. it. So, so if you piss, you might miss. <laughs> if you piss, you miss. But if you miss, please wipe it up. Um, Danny's fiance was in the audience, as I mentioned before. Petula was there. There's various people. Yeah, I was on the lookout for famous people, and I actually missed Petula. Craig Charles. Was yeah, Craig Charles was hanging around. Yeah, it was. Um, I saw Robert Owen at one point. <laughs> I think I saw Robert Llewellyn. So that, that, that was a little bit... Uh, I mentioned, that Ian, at the start of the episode that last time we did a Dwarf cassette report, we had the we had you hosting, the who hadn't, who hadn't seen the episode, and so things were reined in a little bit. And so <laughs> we've been trying to do that today, and I think uh, I think we've, we've, we've done okay. <laughs> we, it's not, not too um, egregious to listen to. It was, oh, I can't tell you this, but bloody hell. Oh, I can't tell you that. So I think we've... Uh, but bloody hell though bloody hell (laughs) (laughs) mate wait till you see this when you see it you will shit (laughs) I certainly did Uh, (laughs) yeah that was part of the reason that it finished uh, uh, so early really (laughs) that's a clear of all the shit (laughs) ah shit myself mate so Ian do you have any questions Uh. No, because I don't know what you were talking about in the first 30 minutes. And well, you could ask us what we were talking about <laughs> in the first 30 minutes. But that would make a poor listener experience. <laughs> <laughs> I think just pretend I'm not here. Okay, so if you need to wrap up. Ian's not here. I think I unless point, anyone yeah. has anything, any any small points, burning issues or small points uh, to bring up, I think... I was going to try and mention what me and you were talking about in the car, but I've completely forgot what we were talking about in the car. It might have been about the thing. <laughs> Um, oh, it was about the thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was about the most, thing being a little yeah, bit, uh, maybe a little bit silly. But I said it was very, it was very early Red Dwarf silly. So it was, That's, it was quite, yeah, it was quite fitting. I yeah. quite enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, possibly something a bit parallel university, perhaps um, sexism, basically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean. Um, we're done. This is this is this is the last episode of series twelve of Red Dwarf. The last episode in these twelve episode block. Have you done a tiny teaser? Um, we haven't done a tiny teaser. <coughs> I can't remember what we said our tiny teaser was going to be. Space chums. You got space chums. Oh, space, space chums. Yeah, yes. oh, that's good. I like that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Thank you, Ian, for injecting <laughs> some professionalism. Space um, but yeah, this is. Um, this is the end of a, a, a fairly long road. I'm glad Ian's joined us now because Ian has been the the main workhorse when it comes to getting these set reports up and collating <coughs> things and organising people. 
So, good work. Thanks. Um, Thanks to all the people that contributed over the course of the yes. last however many oh, weeks it's been. Uh, because uh, we literally could not have done it without correspondence yeah. because we weren't there at the vast majority of episodes. Yeah. And so it's it really gratifying and pleasing that so many people volunteered and uh, spent the time to help us out. Yeah, and allow us to make <coughs> set reports a little bit more interesting this time round. Yeah, like, rather than just kind of them. We got, yeah, we kind of certainly better than just typing up the first thing that comes to your head and publishing it in the middle of the night and not bothering to proofread it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one would do that. No. Nah. Um, <laughs> <It'd be> fun. <laughs> yeah. And so basically, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the, the the end of a road that I've actually. Personally, I've barely travelled because this is my first episode. <laughs> um, but the end of a cold set. <laughs> but things, um, I don't know, things, I guess, maybe business as usual on GNT for a little bit until uh, well, things ramp up a bit. Yeah, we'll be getting news. Uh, we'll be you getting things released. We'll yeah. be getting pr- uh, promo pictures. We'll be getting some sort of, hopefully, some sort of Vindaluna style yeah, event. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Some, some sort of food stuff will go that. into all Yeah, and some stuff will <laughs> appear on Dave, some viral stuff perhaps. Or yeah, some but God knows stuff. when that will be because all we know is that Red Dwarf 11 will be on by the end of this year. By the end yeah. of this year. Uh, we can only assume that. Perhaps it will be October time, which is when Series 10 was. Perhaps it won't it's be. Autumn yeah. or whatever. And like. you can pretty much guarantee that a, a, a similar setup. Uh, to to how we how we dealt with series ten will will happen this year, but obviously more on that when we figure out when we figure what out we're doing. what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a, a more of a geographical challenge this time. It's great, what you um, think. yeah. But uh, don't worry, everyone. Uh, John is literally going to write something about I don't know audience reactions. What's his next High thing? and low. High yeah, and low high audience and reactions, reactions yeah. Like, yeah. Um, he'll John Hall up the place a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and there might, there might be a high and low for music yeah. cues at some point as well. Um, so, to wrap up a very rambly, um, a, a sleepy dwarf cast, <laughs> a slightly emotional one, um, thank you all for listening and thank you everyone in this room mm-hmm. for talking into this microphone. Ed bye everyone. Thank you for listening to GNT Dwarfcast, and we hope sometime in the future you'll decide to listen to our Dwarfcast again. Have a safe onward journey. Goodbye.